Precious, Melissa McCarthy, Garth Algor. Precious, Melissa McCarthy, and who else? Garth Algor. I don't even know who that is. From Wayne's World. Oh, Garth. Well, I'm killing yeah. Garth. I ain't trying to... I'm killing Garth. Melissa McCarthy, and who else? Precious. I, I, oh, wait. That hold on a second. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Well, wait. I guess I'd marry Garth. I'm definitely killing Precious. Yeah. And I'll bang uh, McCarthy. I can't, I, I can't bang Precious. Welcome to... The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome to the Sunday morning preview edition of the Flex. Chris Jakes here. Jeff, finally done messing around over in Tampa, man. How was Tampa? It was pretty good. Rained a little bit at the game, but the game was pretty fun, the Bucks giants game. Yeah, it took you a while to get back, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hitting on the, the recent Bucks game against the Patriots on Thursday night, just recapping real quick. Patriots win that one, 19-14. Jameis. Finishes with 334 yards passing, one touchdown, zero picks. Doug Martin, his return, man, looked pretty good. 13, 74 yards, and a touchdown. What do you think about Doug Martin there? Doug Martin looks slim, fast, hit the holes hard, looks stronger. I think he's going to be uh, I think he's gonna be relevant going forward, with the, especially uh, he was average draft spot was like the eighth or ninth round. I think I got him like in four or five leagues running, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Deion Lewis looked good too, man, but Doug Martin was explosive. Yes. Yeah. He looked lean and cut. I like Deion Lewis. Looks really good, too. But I just get worried with the Pats backfield now because they're talking about Rex Burkhead will be back next, the following week coming up. So, man, it's just so hard to gauge. Two weeks ago, James White, PPR League, scored like 20. This past week, it was Deion Lewis. I think the week prior to that, two weeks ago, was Rex. or but just It's too hard to gauge any of those guys ever. I agree, man. There's three backfields I don't want no part of this year, and that's the Patriots, the Seahawks, and the Ravens. Just yes. all a mess. And the Bengals was there too, but I think since Bill Lazor's the OC now, we might be starting to see Mixon a lot more. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if Mixon's going to finally bust out, but he's got a tough matchup against the surprisingly good Bills defense. Yes. But uh, just recapping real quick on uh, Tampa, New England here. Um, Chris Hogan looks like to be the number one receiver ahead of Brandon Cooks in New England this year. And you can take Aguayo out of Tampa. But I guess you can't really take Aguayo out of Tampa, man, because Nick Foles, Nick Folk is doing his best impression of Robert, Roberto Aguayo. I don't know if he wants to play for the Bears next week or what, but yeah, three missed field goals, man. And uh, 31-yarder was the heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. I could have made that. Yeah, right? <laughs> on the Sunday preview show today, we're going to focus on a little over-under. So let's just do some quick hits and run down the list, man. Kicking off things, we got the L.A. Chargers taking on the New York Giants at the Meadowlands. Giants are favored by three and a half. Fantasy preview. All right, Jeff. Philip Rivers over under QB eleven this week at the Giants. Under. I agree. He's going to be twelfth or worse. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right, Melvin Gordon. So over, maybe under. maybe that's over twelve. He will be higher than twelve. Higher or lower? Let's go higher or lower. All right, we'll do higher or lower <laughs> for you. All right. Yeah, I, I do believe he will finish lower than QB twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon over under 13 and a half fantasy points. Hmm. I'm going to go 
actually, I think he does good this week. I'm going to go higher. Yeah? Yeah. I think he finishes around the eighth or ninth this week. You think Gordon's going to be the eighth or ninth running back this week? Yeah. Oh, man, I definitely don't agree with that. Squeaky Will gets the ball, man. He was complaining, talking about last week how how they expect him to perform if he don't get the ball in, in clutch situations. We'll see. I got him as running back 16, man. I'll, I'll tell you this. Challenge flag. Gordon finishes higher than running back 10. 13, how about 13? Kind of okay. in the middle. I'll go 13. 13? If he finishes higher than, how about 12? 12 is actually in the middle there. 12. Okay. All right. If he finishes 12th or better this week in running backs, yeah, we'll put that on the board, and you get the win for that one. If, PPR if finish, standard. Which would you prefer? Because it doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter to me either. Let's go. We can combine the two if you want. Yeah, we'll just All average. Right. Say he's ninth and standard, and eighteenth yep. and PPR to be fourteenth. He wouldn't make it. Okay. All right. Yep. I'll challenge that one, man. And how about Keenan Allen, wide receiver one, two, or three this week against that Giants secondary? He's gonna be a wide receiver one. You think he's gonna be a one against that? Secondary? Yeah, PPR leagues. He's starting to come around. A lot of targets. I like Keenan Allen a lot. I'm going to call him a, a mid-level wide receiver too this week against that Giants defense, especially going across country there. Uh, what about Tyrell Williams? Tyrell Williams or Hunter Henry? Either one of them start worthy this week? With the buys and everything, I think you have to start Hunter Henry. With Ty, I think Tyrell Williams, you got to start too. In PPR leagues, with the buy. You know who I like? He's a top, I think Tyrell's a top 30 receiver this week, so you have to start him with buys. On Henry, though, a tight end I'd rather have over Henry right now is Austin Safarian Jenkins, and he's available in 86% of fantasy leagues. I don't know how, but yeah, I would have him over Hunter Henry. Yeah, at least for this week until... I mean, if, if Cindy, if San Diego, if Los Angeles Chargers, if they have any injuries come their way, whether it be Keenan Allen or somebody else, or Gates even, you know, I would feel so much better about Hunter Henry, but man, there's just too many mouths to feed for to feel good about starting Henry right now. What about uh, hitting on the Giants real quick? Eli Manning over or under... Two touchdown passes. I'm going to go two touchdown passes. You're going to push on that one? Yes. I'm taking over, man. I think he's going to throw for at least three. He's going to have a big week. He's been rolling lately. I just have a weird feeling that they're... they're I think they feel like they're going to go heavy run for some reason. I think they're going to get a little bit of a lead and going to see what does ha- what Gallman have. Yeah. Gallman wing, Gallman whatever, however you want to say his name. See what he actually has because... Yeah, Paul Perkins is questionable for that Yeah. One. Uh, what about Brandon Marshall? Over, under, six and a half catches, 80 Un- yards. Under. Under all the way? Yeah. Think he finds the end zone? Probably not. He sucks. I think this he gets year. the end zone this week. I don't. I do. I don't. I think Beckham has a huge week. You want to throw a challenge on the Marshall, get in the end zone? On the Marshall? Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take he won't get in the touchdown. Challenge flag. Uh, what about uh, Odell Beckham? Over, under, higher or lower? Top five fantasy wide receiver this week. I say he's higher than five. I'm going to go, he's going to go like number four, three or four. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, th- I got him at number two this week. I actually like him in daily as well, even though he's got like an $8,100 price tag. Yeah, I think him and Eli are going to put up big numbers this week. How about this? Bold prediction, Keen Allen is higher than OBJ this week. I like it. That's my bold prediction in that game. I'll challenge you on that one. No, I'm just Not saying a bold prediction. That. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right, man. Uh, the Giants are favored by three and a half. Who are you taking on this one? Neither. <laughs> These teams, they both suck bad. I'm actually going to go with the Chargers to win the game. Oh, yeah? I think they will win because the Giants are just a bad team. What about Evan Ingram? PPR 
Yeah, PPR, he looks solid, man. He's good for about five catches a game, 50 yards is what it looks like. Think he's a top 12 PPR guy this week? Oh, yeah, I think Tied he's a top, top nine, top eight. Yep. Same here. I'll take the Giants at home, and I'll give the three and a half points, man. I think the Giants are going to have no problem with, with the Chargers, especially coming from uh, L.A. all the way out there and the way Rivers has been playing lately. I'll take the Chargers then. All right. How about the Bills and Bengals? Bengals favored by three points. And we'll start with the Bills first. You got LaShawn McCoy over under 80 yards rushing and half a touchdown. I'm going to go over the touchdown, and I'm going to say he has more receiving than rushing this week. I like it. I'm going to take McCoy over on the touchdowns, too. I think he gets at least one in there for the first one of his of the year. Uh, as far as rushing yards, I think he's going to go over 80. I think this is going to be one of his big games. That D-line looks good in Cincy. I have him going for about 85 yards rushing, about 60 receiving. I think it's going to be a good week for McCoy this week. I could see the around the same stats, but more receiving than rushing. All right, how about Charles Clay? Over under 60 yards and, a, and half a touchdown. I'm going to go over there, too. He just, over he looks like, yeah, I think he's going to be, I think for some weird reason, I think he might be finished a top seven tight end this year in fantasy. Tyrod has no one to throw the ball to. Tyrod loves him a lot. Even coming on late last year, last five games, he was at number one tight end, I believe. Yeah, and Zay Zay Jones is a bust as far as I'm concerned, at least for his rookie season, I mean. Well, it's still a long time. Yeah. As far as Clay, I think he'll go over the 60 yards. I don't think he finds the end zone this week. No, do not play any wide receivers for the Bills. Yeah, I was going to say, man. Let's go to the Bengals. (laughs) Hold on. Is there anyone else in Buffalo worth rostering even? Clay... And play McCoy. And McCoy, I guess. And maybe Tyrod Taylor. You could probably take, play Tyrod on this week, uh, depending what quarterback you have and who's available. He's a top, probably top 15 guy this week with all the buys and everything. Yeah, I mean, I've got Taylor as a top top 12 play, a quarterback. The one thing with him, man, is, you know, he, he's a safe play. He's got a high floor, but he doesn't he really can, have much can, of a boom. You know he what can I mean? score you eight or 38 I'd say more between 12 or I think 12 is kind of where his floor is at with his rushing ability and everything. And I think the most he's going to put up is like 25 tops. I don't think he ever puts up more than that this year. All right, so uh, moving on to the Bengals now. Andy Dalton, higher or lower, quarterback 15? All right, let me just touch base. I think Tyrod goes for a 25. Write that down on the list one time this year. You want to challenge that one? Oh, I challenge it. He plays the Pats twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. You might you didn't think about that, did you? Challenge flag. Uh, Andy Dolan over under 12. Quarterback 15. Our quarterback 15? Yeah, he finishes within the top 15. I agree. All right, how about A.J. Green over under wide receiver 8 for this week? A.J. Green finishes the number 2 receiver this week. You got him at number 2? Yes. Nice. Yeah, no, I, um, I have him finishing higher than 8. I have him right at number 7, but 2. Man, Buffalo's defense looks pretty good, man. I know there's they're not there are no name defense right now. They haven't played the way Andy Dalton's been rolling, and AJ ever since he said something, he's been he's been on on a roll since yeah. he said something three weeks ago. That's true. Tyler Eifert's out again. You got Tyler Croft back starting again at tight end for the Bengals. Over under tight end number nine this week. Higher or lower? Um actually I think he finishes at ten. You got one lower? Yeah, one lower. I agree. I have him actually number 12 right now. What about uh, Joe Mixon? Is this the week he breaks out? Over, under, RB 27. I'm going to say he's way under 27. I'm going to have him finish number 18th running back this week. Number 18? 
Oh man, you know, I'm hoping that Mixon can turn it around here. I don't think he's going to do it against the, the Bills defense. I have him slightly ahead of RB27. I have him RB24 for this week. And what about Giovanni Bernard? Do you think he has any any value in PPR this week right now? Maybe a flex, running back three or flex, but I think you're gambling on that. Even with the bye teams on a lot of running backs you're losing this week. Yeah, I have him as my RB28 this week. Yeah. And as far as who's going to win this one, man, give me the Bengals, and I'm going to lay the three at home. I'm going to take the Bengals, too. Taking the points or laying the points? I'll lay the points. Yeah. All right, how about the Jets, man? This is this was the Jets underdogs by one point. Now it's a pick'em game. It's an even money line here against the Browns in Cleveland. This is the barn burner, man. <laughs> how about Bilal Powell over under running back 29 this week? Is Matt Forte gonna play? Have they ruled him out yet? If Matt Forte is ruled out, Bilal Powell and PPRs a top 12 back. If Matt Forte is ruled out, if Forte plays. Bilal Powell is irrelevant. What about McGuire taking a larger role? I think he's, they're going to keep testing him out, but I don't see he's really relevant. But it's really weird if you think about it. Every game Bilal Powell has played a lot of snaps with Forte. He doesn't do good. But when Forte is ruled out and he plays the same amount of snaps, he plays amazing. It's really weird. It's like a, it's a mental thing, I think. Look at his past couple years with Forte there. If you look at all the stats, all his great games is when Forte's been ruled out. And he's played the same snaps with Forte there, and he doesn't do dirt crap. So I don't know. What's, <laughs> that's really weird. Right. No, I agree with you there, man. What about Robbie Anderson? Is he worth starting this week? I actually like Jermaine Curse better. Do you? Yeah. The Browns, yeah. Yeah. I think this is where this is. I think it's uh, over-under is 43, and I think it's going to be higher than 43 points. Or no, 39. The 43 or 39, the over-under. But I think it's going to be higher. I think this is going to be, I think, I think, another bold prediction, our boy Josh McCown for the Jets could be a top eight quarterback this week. Top eight? Yeah. You know, every once once every 10 games or something, he has a crazy week. I can see him throwing over 300 yards and three TDs. Yeah, he's got a little Fitzpatrick in him, that's for sure. Um, Watch this game be three to six. Uh, that also would not surprise me. <laughs> uh, Duke Johnson's been tearing it up the last couple oh, weeks, man. Nine catches in his last game. Duke Johnson, people who got him late for PPR leagues, I think he's a steal. I think he's in. I think he's he's on the borderline of RB two now, starting every week in PPR leagues. Oh yeah, I, th- I think he's a must start RB. Crowell, I don't play him. You were hot right on him. Me and we were talking pre uh, drafts how he was ranked and getting drafted in the first round, early second. We're like, who are these people? Did we not see the same guy play? They must be seeing somebody else. He sucks. Yeah, and then come draft day, his ADP was uh, third round, which was just and then crazy to me. Even uh, Hugh Jackson said he wants to give him more plays. Look at last week. He didn't do crap. Duke Johnson is way better player than Crowell. Yeah, Crowell was never that good, man. He had a nice run his rookie year. And a couple games last year at the end of the stretch, yeah. when they were pointless games, he did pretty good against second team, all injured players. So yeah, I don't play Crowell. Nope. I don't play Kenny Britt. I don't play Kaiser. Duke Johnson is the only person on the Browns I play. Yep, agreed, man. Agreed. And I'm going to take the Jets in this one. And Me too. Yeah. I would have taken the plus one, but it's a pick em game. I think Jets win it, no problem. I can say this, I'm disappointed on the Browns because I thought they were going to be better than I thought even after week one because I laid a $40 bet with Vegas to win 1,040 for the win, to win the division. If you want to talk about bets, man, I'll talk about a bet that I made this afternoon here in a little bit. But we'll, uh, we'll move on to the Jags and the Steelers here. So Jags travel to Pittsburgh to battle the Steelers. Steelers are favored by seven and a half. Anyone? I'm taking Jacksonville. <sighs> I'm taking Jacksonville too. I'm at, well. I'm taking Pittsburgh to win, 
but I think Jacksonville covers a seven and a half. Let's just go for odd weeks. Week one, they dominate. Week two, they sucked. Week three, they dominate. Week four, they suck. So week five, I believe they're going to dominate. So you see a trend going there, huh? Yeah, I think Fournette gets a touchdown. He's Well, he should. He's got a touchdown every game this year. Yep. I think uh, Marcus Lee and uh, Alan Hearns will have decent weeks. Well, Marcus Lee might not play. We'll see this afternoon if he's going to suit up. I, I think he's going to play. Yeah, he, I think, he did a walk. I think he through. probably will. He's doing the walk. He was out there, so we'll see. But you never know. They could two minutes before cut him off. So um, I think Fournette has a good game. I don't think Pittsburgh's run defense. It's okay, but not that great. Big Ben is at home, so I think Big Ben will probably do pretty well. Bortles, we don't play. Never. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Shazier, speaking of the Pittsburgh defense, is the only guy that's really produced, you know, on a consistent level. He's actually having a hell of a year uh, uh, as far as uh, linebackers go. But um, is there anyone from the Jags that you'd start this week? You said Marquise Lee and Alan Hearns. You would start them comfortably? In a flex league when you play three receivers. So he's your flex. I would play Alan Hearns. Yeah, Yeah, I'd throw Hearns out there in a standard league. And Marquise Lee in a PPR. Fournette, he starts every week. Yeah. Other than those two, I don't play anybody else. Jags defense, I still play, even though Pittsburgh's at home. So we'll touch base. Let's go with Pittsburgh. Big Ben. I think he's going to have a good week. He's at home. Actually, good week for Big Ben these days. Like 250 and two TDs with an interception. So that's his good week I think he has this week. Around 250, two TDs and probably an interception. I do think Antonio Brown is my number one receiver yep, this same week. Same here. I think he's going to have a big week. After because up his mouth last of week. what happened last week. Yeah. I am worried about Martavis Bryant because he's pretty sick. Yesterday, yeah. he was pretty sick. He did like, I don't even know how much he even practiced the past couple days. Yeah. So Jesse he's James, yeah. Vance McDonald will play. Jesse James, he's here and there. We'll see, though. Over under 100, 120 yards and two touchdowns for Brown. Two touchdowns over 120. Agreed. Uh, I love you on Bill. Ten catches. Ten catches? Yeah, I could see that. At least ten, probably. Uh, love you on Bell had a big week four. Over under RB6 this week, higher or lower? Levy on Bell this week finishes the number three running back. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be top five for sure. Top five easy. He's going to have over 100 rushing, about 65 catching with about five catches. Yeah, and like I said, I'm taking Pittsburgh to win, but I think Jacksonville covers a seven-and-a-half-point spread. And I think this could be close to a shootout. I think uh, I think Jacksonville actually is going to win this game. They could. They could. And before we hit on the Titans and the Dolphins here, I just want to run through this bet, right? It's a simple 17 parlay, $20 bet. 17 parlay? 17, yep. Okay. All right. $20 bet. I'm going to do agree or disagree with every bet. All right. right. Okay. And if I were to get these seven teams correct. What's the money? The, the money is, the prize money would be $1,752.74. Okay. Let's, let's hear these bets. Right. Carolina Panthers versus Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, I'm taking minus two and a half. So the Lions win by. I think Carolina wins. Three. <laughs> You think Carolina's going to go to Detroit and beat them? Yeah. I don't trust Cam Newton or that Panthers defense. Green Bay Packers versus Dallas Cowboys. They have the Green Bay Packers plus three. I agree. Wait, Green Bay is not favored? No, they're underdogs on the road in Dallas. I know. I'm surprised. Aaron Rodgers looks way too good this year. I'm going to go Green Bay. I agree. Yeah, and you're going to disagree with this one because this next one have Jacksonville plus seven and a half. Wait, I agree. You're, you're taking Jacksonville to win. No, I'm taking Pittsburgh to win, but Jacksonville to cover. But, you, but I'm saying, I, I agree with your bet. So you you're, think getting, the, you think you're getting seven points with Jacksonville. Seven and a half, yeah. Yeah, because I think Jacksonville wins, so I agree. 
Okay, I guess so. But you, so you think it's going to be by seven and a half points or? I think Jacksonville wins the game straight up, so it doesn't make straight a difference. Up. That's true. Okay. <laughs> so you, right. I agree. You agree. Okay. What about the uh, the Jets and the Browns? I got the uh, Jets. Agree. Straight up there. 49ers and the Colts. I have the 49ers plus one and a half. Agree. Seahawks and Rams. I got Seattle plus one and a half. <laughs> Some of these lines, man, just crazy to me. That, that game's going to be tricky. Yo, Jeff Fisher's not there this year, so I don't know how tricky it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like years past. And the Titans versus the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins plus two and a half, and that's really banking on Mariota missing. <laughs> yeah. missing the game. I would say if Mariota plays, you might be in trouble. As a Dolphin yeah. fan, I am. I'll be at the game tomorrow. I don't know about that. <laughs> when they played last year, was it Tennessee that mopped the floor with Miami? Oh, my gosh. Banked that ass. And after that week, that's when the Dolphins came back and won seven in a row. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So hitting on the Titans and Dolphins now. It kind of lined up pretty well there for us. Yeah. All right. So we know Marcus Mariota is a game time decision. If he can't go, you got Brandon Whedon, man. <laughs> dude's, dude's. Pick the Dolphins defense up if he gets ruled as the starter. He's been in the league four or five years now. He's 33. Brandon years Whedon? Old. I think he's been in the league longer than that. 2012. He's- 2012. He was part of that Andrew Luck RG3. Is that when he came out? Trent I feel like he's been in there longer. Okay, you might be right. Yeah. If yeah, he's a starter, like. I pick up the Dolphins defense. I do worry about, I do think uh, Delaney Walker has a good day. As weird as I'm kind of worried about Henry and Murray. As weird as this is, the Dolphins actually have a decent run defense, and they usually suck at defense on the run. But their pass defense is horrendous. Yeah. You know, speaking on Murray, he's actually one of my daily plays of the week. He's cheap right now, and I think he's going to have some uh, play this week, especially yeah. if Mariota's not playing. Yeah, one of my leagues, I, I debated over Murray or uh, Doug Martin. I picked Doug Martin. I'm kind of glad I picked Doug Martin. Yeah. Worked out yeah, good for found me. the end zone, too. Yeah. Higher or lower? Quarterback 33 for Brandon Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> 33? Yeah. I, I think he's going to do worse because I feel like there's gonna be, he might get benched. <laughs> there might be some benching going on this week. There could be, he's man. Even like quarterback 35 and only 33 are going to play. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Mariota plays for a half and then comes out, you know. I mean, not Mariota. Obviously, he's going to play. I mean, uh, Mike, Mitch Trubisky and Mike Glenn in that whole situation. Anyway, DeMarco Murray over under RB13. I'm going to say he's he's RB like 15 this week. Yeah, mid-level RB2. Yeah. Derrick Henry worth starting this week against the Miami defense. Derrick Henry's not worth really to start until Murray's out of game. Yeah, it's tough to start Henry right now. I almost dropped Henry in a couple leagues to pick up some players, but I was like, you know what? I just don't—I had to hang on. I felt bad, but I had to hang on even though I didn't want to. Yeah, Devontae Parker, I think we both agree, is a must-start wide receiver, too. And what about Jay Ajayi, man? He's a full go. He was a full go in practice on Friday, and he's going to play. He's going to suit up and play, man. But what do you do if you own Jay Ajayi right now? You want you keep him? Try to sell him? What do you, what do you do with him? You can't sell him because he's not worth good buying. His values. I just think about his schedule coming up. His week. Nothing against your boys, but they got the Pats twice. <laughs> and I think he can run in them. He's got the Titans that run their not really good run defense. And then the following week, he's got the Falcons. Their run defense ain't that great. I think you hold on to him. You can't really sell him because you're not going to get... What are you going to get back for him? Give me a running back. If you give me a running back, if you had JJ or if you had the guy you would want JJ, you would you would counter and, and swap it. You know, I think you you got to wait for him to get on another role like he did last year, like have like two or three big um, games in a row. You know, what I'm thinking a Tevin Coleman. That's that's the best you're gonna get for JJ right now. I think you can get Melvin Gordon based on the uh, the injured. They're, saying, they're the same guys right now. 
Yeah, they're they're probably about the same points in fantasy. That's probably true. <laughs> and they're both drafted in the first round. Yes. Yep, they were. Man, this, if we look back at that draft real quick, this this fantasy draft this year, you look at the all the players that are picked in the first two rounds, I man, how many have just either busted or just gone on IR? It's just it's crazy. And we're only a quarter through the season. What about Jarvis Landry, man? He had a big week two, technically week one game for him, first game of the year, and then he's kind of fallen off. you think he's worth starting in PPR this week with Jay Cutler? I do think so. I do think Jay Cutler breaks the top 10 this week. You think so? In quarterbacking, yes. Yeah, I could get I think he's a top 10 quarterback this week. I think he'll, I think he'll be number 13 right around there. I think he's going to be on the borderline. L- I think Landry, PPR, I think you're fine this week. I don't know if he's going to catch 15 balls or 13 balls like he did week one, but I think Landry gets in a touchdown close to 80 yards. And I'm going to take, I'm taking Miami at home to win outright, even though, you know, they're underdogs by two and a half. And yeah, you said that already. Yeah. All right, moving on to the game that I think is going to be the highest shoot, highest scoring game of the week, and that's the 49ers traveling to Indy to take on the Colts. 49ers are underdogs by one and a half points. Pierre Garçon, boom or bust this week? I feel like... This is the revenge game. You got Frank Gore against the Niners. You got yeah. Pierre Garçon against the Colts. Yeah. I think he's going to be a boom. I agree, man. What about Carlos Hyde? I have him as my RB4 this Boom. Week. Yep. I have. I think I have him at, he's a top five for me. I think he's at four for me as well. Now, this guy right here kind of scares me a bit, man, because he does look old this year, and I kind of thought he would finally start to show it this year, and that's Frank Gore. What do you do with him in this game, man? I know it's a revenge game for him, but... Man. I'm playing in my flex in the PPR league. I have faith in him this week. I'm sit, I'm sitting Adams, which we kind of we don't know what his deal is, and I'm sitting a couple other good players that can play. Yeah, Frank Gore, man, I, I really want to play him in daily. I think it's gonna be a decent daily play, but he also scares me, man. Just the yards per carry just so terrible right now. And what about T.Y. Hilton over or under higher or lower wide receiver 19? T.Y. Hilton this week. I think he's a low end or a wide receiver two. Yeah, he's wide receiver two. This week, maybe he between 17 and 24. He might you, finish right in there. Would you feel safe playing him if you own him? I do own him. Well, I know you do. But and I'm playing, playing Devontae Parker over him, which I think you would agree to, to play Parker oh, yeah. over him. Yeah. But uh, no. Jack DeWill, is he a tight end one this week? I don't trust him. It's hard with Brissett. You never know what he's going to do. I guess you might. he might be playing a lot of leagues because who else are you going to play? Hiding position is just horrendous. Man, there's one tight end that really kind of screwed me in daily this past Thursday night, man. And that was Dwayne Allen. When I heard Gronk was out, man, I was like, oh, Allen's the next man up. And I think he's going to be okay. And he was shut out, man. Not even targeted. Even Jacob Hollister, their other tight end, got, got one a target, target. Yeah. He didn't yeah. go anywhere to the tight ends. Why is he still taking up space in that in that roster? I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Maybe they're trying to get a move ring. You know they gave a fifth-round pick to the Colts for him? We both watched him picked up hey, the drain, man. When that happened, we thought you had a steal of a deal, did we not? Both of us? Yeah. And you know what? You know what? We are both wrong. Oh, dead wrong. <laughs> and they also, man, I don't know what they're doing with the draft picks because, you know, they gave the Panthers, I don't know, I don't know if it was the second, third, or fourth. I, I want to say it was the second, but I'm not positive. For Coney Ely from the Panthers, and he's over on the Jets now. And they gave uh, first or second for first Cooks. For Cooks. Man, what, what, I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway. Cooks could have had a big game, but I feel like. Brady missed him on a couple throws. Cooks is tiny, so I don't think Brady's used to receiver that small and that fast. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And 
Hey, just hitting back real quick on the 49ers Colts. I'm taking the 49ers to win this one outright. And I'm also taking the over in this game, which is 44 and a half total. Do you think Hoyer's, uh, with all the bye weeks, two quarterback leagues, he's a start? I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him, but... Uh, him yes. or Brissett? Oh, I start Hoyer over Brissett. How about you? Yeah, I think so. I think Hoyer could have a decent game. Yeah, it's the interceptions that... Kind of wearing me a little bit, I guess. Yeah, like, but if he throws, if, if it's a shootout and he throws for 350 and three TDs, those two interceptions don't mean nothing. Yeah, he just really seems like he's a guy who put up six points or 36 points. That is, no, that's true no with in him. Between. Yeah, that is true. You're right. His, his, uh, I think his floor is four points this year so far. He yeah. scored four in one game. Yeah, he said, he said three, I think. Three out of the four games have been single digit quarterback performances. So that, that kind of worries me a bit. But he's got a hell of a matchup and it's indoors. All right, moving on to the Cards and Eagles. You got the Battle of the Birds here. Andre Ellington or LeGarrette Blunt this week? Ellington PPR by far. I think Ellington all, I just, Ellington. Yeah, I agree, man. And I want to see what happens with Smallwood when the final injury status comes out before the games kick off. Because if if Smallwood plays, I don't feel safe playing Blunt. But if Smallwood's out, I'd be okay with Blunt standard. But definitely Ellington and PPR for sure. Fitzgerald over under seven catches for 80 yards. Over. Over, overall, over, all across. Yeah, I think eight catches for a buck fifteen and a TD. Oh dang, you're getting pretty high this week, then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take over on the catches. I'm gonna take a little under on the yards. I'm gonna say like 75. And I'm gonna take over on the touchdown. I think he gets in the end zone at least once here. Alshon Jeffrey, over under wide receiver 26, middle of the road wide receiver three. No. Yeah, I agree. Not against Patrick Peterson. <laughs> I don't blame him. No. And I don't I think, think he's ever played against Peterson before, has he? I don't think if you think about it, has he ever played against sure. a cornerback this good as Patrick Peterson? I can't remember. I don't know if the Bears and Cardinals played during his tenure. He's I, I know he played against Xavier there. Rhodes a couple times, but Xavier Rhodes is no Patrick Peterson. No, he's not. And on this one, man, I mean, Carson Palmer, 45 attempts a game he's averaging, but he's he's garbage. Listen, I know you're saying that. He's garbage. You've been doing that, but look at his past yeah. three weeks. He, he's a top, he's the number three quarterback in fantasy the past three weeks. I'm just saying. The That's first week, by default. First week he was horrendous, but since that first week, he's, he's putting up 26, 25, 26, or something like that. You feel good about him? <laughs> about Carson Palmer? Yeah. I think I think the Carsons blow up this week. They both, they both should have good weeks. Would you have Palmer on your team? No. So having said all that mess you just said, you still wouldn't. I don't, I don't need him. I have good quarterbacks. So you're saying that he's not a good quarterback then? I have good quarterbacks in my spot. I have Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and I got Dak this week. And then and I Case know. Keenum instead of Palmer too. I agree, man. <laughs> I, I play Palmer over Case Keenum. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I guess I would in that case. Too, but, uh, Palmer sucks. Give me Philly at home. And I'm take, I'm going to I'm gonna lay. I take Arizona. Are you taking Arizona? Yeah. Yes, plus six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking Philly to win by a little, but I'm taking Arizona to cover that six and a half point spread. I think it's going to be another three-point game, kind of what Cardinals are used to uh, the last couple weeks here. And how about the Panthers? 31-27 Cardinals. 31-27? Yeah. I don't think it should be that high. I think I could see like 24-21. So I don't know. Those defenses on both sides are pretty decent. I don't know how Wentz is going to do against Arizona. Panthers and Lions. Cam... Over under 24 and a half fantasy points. Is this with four or six for touchdown throws? <laughs> we'll, we'll do the six. Six is now the standard. Over. I'm taking under. I'm going to say he's going to be finished finish right around 21, 22, which is still decent. I think it's still going to be a QB1. McCaffrey over under RB22. 
this week he finishes PPR 14th. Mm, I'm taking the under, man. I'm going to say he finishes in PPR RB 26. Jonathan Stewart, startable this week against Detroit? No. Kelvin Benjamin, startable? I don't know, because he was kind of iffy practice this week. Yeah, I don't think so. I would... I almost feel like I would start Devin Funches before I started Kelvin Benjamin. Man, that's been... A lot of people have been talking about that this week, man. Yeah, because I just like his matchup better. I'm still not buying into it. Um, As far as Benjamin goes, I guess if he's on your team, you might kind of be in a position where you have to... Well, I have him, but I also got... Landry, Baldwin, Brown. So you have Cooks. other options that are comparable then. Yeah, yeah, because if you're light on receiver, I guess you could start him as a flex. I think you have to start him as a flex on the league, right? Yeah, because of the bye weeks. I have like two up. receivers on bye weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, I would have to start Benjamin. Just hope for the best. I, Kelvin, with his height and size, he should dominate Slay, but we'll see. It all depends. Made did Cam turn that corner? He he threw the ball really well last week. I know it's against the past defense, but just watching his motion, the way he threw the ball, he looked good. Compared to the week before against the Saints, he looked like he couldn't throw a football. That is was it, surprising. Man. Is the it Saints. one of those things like Peyton Manning one one game looked like he best quarterback throwing the ball, and next week he couldn't even throw the ball five yards? Maybe maybe Cam's shoulder just happens to be better after one week. You never know that shit. You know how that shit goes when we play sports growing up. Yeah. One day you couldn't shoot a basketball. The next day, next two weeks you were draining it all day long. Yeah. Over. I think Cam Newton has a good week. I think Kirsten McCaffrey has a good week. Devin Funches, wide receiver three. Yeah, I feel yep. comfortable starting him at a wide receiver three all day long. Stafford, over under QB eight. Ah, Carolina's defense is really good, but Stafford's at home. Their run defense is really good. Their pass defense. I, 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 I put Stafford at, I put him at number eight. I got actually. my number seven. I think number eight. I see a couple guys ahead of him. Dak Rogers. Amir Abdullah, RB1, RB2, or flex? Amir Abdullah. This week against that Carolina's run defense, I don't know, man. I feel like they're gonna have to do a lot of passing. Carolina struggles against the pass, against running backs. I think, I think Riddick has a bigger day than Mayor Abdullah. Riddick's been a disappointment in PPR this year, but I think PPR week he does a lot better. Yeah, he could. I think he's gonna. I think Riddick's gonna finish with more points than Abdullah this week. Yeah, that's what I'm just said. Yeah, especially yeah. PPR. Uh, yeah, I don't feel good about Abdullah. I have him as a as a flex play. That's that's why I put I don't him. Feel flex. good about it though. Yeah, Golden Tate over under. Eight catches, 80 yards, half a touchdown. I think he goes under eight catches, over 80 yards, no touchdown. I'm taking over across the board. I'm taking 10 for about 110, and I'm taking a touchdown too. I think he's going to be a touchdown. Oh, shit, if that's the case. Wide receiver one this week for me. League of record, you're fucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got Tate playing oh, do you? with Jordy and Dez. You're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those guys, those, actually, I said Brown. I said Brown was my number three receiver. Jordy's my number one. That's where I messed up because two, I said. Which Brown are you talking about? Antonio Brown's my number three. Oh, Jordy's my number one. I, yeah, I completely forgot about Jordy. He's my number one receiver this week against the Cowboys. That's where I messed up because I thought we talked about that. I just. You know, I agree with Jordy Nelson. He, well, I think we miscrossed I think we miss that both together because I didn't think, I thought Jordy was your one too. But we, okay. I do think <laughs> you could have a rough week, especially Dez against the Cowboys in league of record. Don't even waste your pickup. I'm picking up a <laughs> kicker. I already dropped 33 with Bray and yes, Doug Martin. Doug Martin. Uh, back to this Panthers-Lions game, man. Give me Detroit, and I'll I'll give the two and a half. I think the Carolina wins. All right. It's a big matchup, too, because they're both three and one. All right, moving on to Seahawks and Rams. You got Russell Wilson over under QB5 this week. Russell Wilson, QB5. I'm going to put him at QB6. I got him on the under two. I got him at QB8. What about Eddie Lacy, Thomas Rawls, or 
No. McKissick. No. No value no. this week. Who do you think leads the backfield in touches? Russell Wilson. <laughs> uh, I would say maybe in yards. I would I would say all those guys probably gonna have well Prosites isn't gonna come back. They said I think he's gonna play. No, they no, he's not gonna play this week. They he's ruled him out next oh. week. Yeah, he's ruled out. Okay, I didn't even see that yet. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, they probably all have six to ten touches a piece. I, I guess if Lacey gets on a roll and he starts dominating, they're gonna feed him the rock. But we'll see what the hell that happens. Yeah, I think Eddie Lacey has the best game out of those backs. Uh, Sunday. Going forward, though, the only running back that I would even roster would be CJ Prosize. In PPR. In PPR. Standard, I wouldn't keep him. Yeah, standard, maybe Lacey as an RB4, just as depth. I don't know. Yeah, for a Because Rawls is always hurt, man, and who knows what the hell Pete Carroll, when he's telling the truth or not, man, it's just frustrating over there. But yeah, like we said in the beginning, man, the backfields I don't want to own, Baltimore, Seattle, New England. All right, how about... um, out of the receiving group, Jimmy Graham, Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, Paul Richardson. Who leads the group this week? Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, I agree. Jimmy Graham, all that BS they said us before preseason, he's looking great like 2011, 12, when he had the 10 or 12 touchdowns. Looks like crap. Yeah, Pete Carroll is just a damn liar, man. The dude's always Jimmy Graham, looks, I think they were just blowing people's smoke up people's butt just to get uh, people to get high on him. He looks like dookie. That's why I picked up Cameron Brait Thursday night. I said, I'm going to play Brait over Jimmy Graham when I saw him out there in that league. You know, if Pete Carroll gets fired from Seattle, and it will happen one day, uh, I think he'll have a great career as like a, just like moving out to San Francisco, just becoming like a, you know, a hippie-ish, like pot-smoking motivational speaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's all that dude is at this point, man. He just, oh, dude, it's just so frustrating over there. Jared Goff over under QB 15 this week. Uh, I, I put him higher than 15. I'm going to go higher. Yeah. yeah. I think he has a decent week. Seattle's Legion of Boom hasn't been that great this year. They haven't. Earl Thomas has been really disappointing, man. Yeah. Do you think he's still dealing with stuff? Dealing I with that because that, remember, that, remember that injury last year at the very last game of the year and he said he almost retired because of that? Remember that? Yeah, he sent out a tweet while yeah. he was in the locker room saying that this is pretty much it. He's going to call it to play retirement. And that's yeah. why I don't think his head's in the game. Uh, as far as golf, I have him at QB 17 this week. Gurley, you think a lot of people are saying Gurley is going to struggle this week, and people are saying sell high on him now. I'm I said saying keep him. I said Gurley. That, that's when I won RB this week is Gurley. Number one? Yeah. Seattle? Yep. I don't I was care. I'm going to ask it. you over under RB1, uh, RB10. And yeah, okay. I'm so higher. I have one. Gurley. The way it's been playing this year, I have Gurley. He's, he's even though Hunt's the number one right now, but I just think Gurley does really good this week at home. And you're not starting Sammy Watkins this week, are you? No. Yeah, I wouldn't start him either. And I'm going to take Seattle plus the one and a half in this one. Moving on to the Raiders and Ravens in uh, Oakland. Terrence West, Buck Allen, or, or Alex Collins? Who do you think leads the running backs this week in that terrible backfield? Alex match? Collins. I agree. I think All he's right. the most talented guy there. Yeah, I agree. As long as he holds on to the ball, I think he'll be okay. Don't play Macklin. He sucks. Yep, agreed. So is, is there any receiver you play in Baltimore? Ben Watson. Tight end? <laughs> yep, that's about all. Tight end one or two this week for Watson. Does he crack your top 12 or no? PPR, he's he's top 12. Standard, he might get 60, 70 yards. Marshawn Lynch over under RB16. Lower. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, man, he's way overrated ahead of yeah. this year. He had one good game against the Jets. Everybody got excited like he did doing that little barbershop dance, man. Yeah, they're going to be, well, oh, man, you know what I'm thinking about now? They don't have Derek Carr, so they might give him the ball 25 times. If he gets the ball over 20 touches, I think he finishes 
top 15 guy. But he's got to get the ball over 20 times to do anything. Because, yeah, I think he had like 22 catch rushes for like 72 yards that game, right? Or 25. Him and Frank Gore in the same boat right now with their yards per carry, man. It's just ugly. And Fournette, I can throw him in there. But at least he has an excuse. His quarterback play is terrible. And if Derek Carr, with him being out, EJ, Man- EJ Manuel can at least move around a little bit. But, yeah, I don't feel good about Lynch. But you have to start him if you own him. Yeah, probably. Most likely. Uh, Michael Crabtree over under. Wide receiver 13. No car. I don't play him. Yeah. What about Cooper? Wide receiver 19. No, he sucks. Yeah, wide agree. receiver 35 this week. I would I would play Crabtree and Standard. I guess you have to play both of them, possibly. I have Cooper in that one league, and I'm thinking about playing Moncrief over Cooper oh, in our Dynasty that's League. A tough one. Dude, it's so sad that we're talking about Cooper and Moncrief right now. And he was, a, t- he was a top two round pick. Yeah, and, and the Ravens are terrible. I'm so you, thinking, you think you think Cooper has a better well, EJ Manuel, man, he targeted Cooper a lot in that game. Yeah. Um I definitely play Crabtree and Sander because I think if anybody gets a touchdown on that offense. In our Dynasty him. League, do I run with Cooper or do I play Moncrief? I still run with Cooper over Moncrief. You think so? Yeah, I, I think Moncrief is at least fourth in tar in the target share in Indianapolis. I mean, obviously it's gonna be T. Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, Frank Gore, I think, catching passes lately. I don't think Moncrief has all that much value. I think he's got red zone value in standard league, but how often? I don't know. It, it's tough for me for, where do, to play Moncrief. Where do you put Cooper? I have him as a low-end wide receiver three, but he's got he's got potential to bust, though, if he can break a big play. It's hard to start him, man. But if you're looking to throw up a Hail Mary, I think Cooper's a much safer player than Moncrief. Okay. Marcus Lee or Cooper? Marquise Lee or Marcus Lee? Marquise Lee, yeah. Oh, that one's tough, man. Uh, how about this? Okay, how about this? I'll take Lee. I'll take Lee and PP. Tyrell Williams or Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper. Okay. I, I, the Giants defense, I think, is going to mess them up traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast. Tyrell Williams, if he didn't have that one big play, he still would be garbage right now. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that 75-yard yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to run with Cooper. If anything, I'd debate with uh, Dante Moncrief or uh, can't play Macklin. He's garbage. Yeah, are you looking at your roster right now? Yeah, it's only Matt. Oh, it's only Moncrief I have. Yeah. Yeah, Moncrief's just one of those guys like Crowell, man. Just all the hype. and He delivered one year, just, just like Crowell did. When, uh, Actually, no. I Oh, no, I have to play. Never mind. I was thinking about, because my flex, I'm playing Zach Miller. Hey, tight about, ends, rookie's best friend, man. All my running backs, they're kind of struggling right now, too. CJ isn't a bye. Ty Montgomery's ruled out. Fournette, I'm playing. <laughs> I blow up while I'm playing. So it's either do I play uh, Jamal Williams or do I go with uh, Zach Miller? PPR. Might go with Zach Miller. He looked pretty decent. Yeah, you know, Dallas' run defense is actually pretty decent. And Aaron Jones is going to be catching balls <laughs> out of that backfield in Green Bay. So I think it's I think it's probably safest to play Miller. It's PPR? Yeah, PPR. Oh, yeah, then I go with Miller. Yeah, easy. Especially, I think that's the Vikings' weak point. Tight ends. Yeah. And... On the Seahawks and Rams. It don't make a difference. I'm going to win that league anyways. The the person I'm playing has like 10 people on by. Yeah, dude. I get like five people on a by, like almost in every league. It's crazy. So on the Ravens, man, they're just so terrible. Give me Oakland minus two and a half. I don't see Baltimore keeping up. Even with EJ Manuel there. Only player in that game I'm really comfortable playing is Ben Watson. Yeah, at this point. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, man. For Baltimore side of the ball, especially. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. When we uh, Let's hit on the Packers and Cowboys here. Aaron Rodgers over under QB two and a half. Number one. You got him number one? All right. What about uh, Jordy Nelson? You have him at number one for you? Number one. I have him at number three. Martellus Bennett, you think he finds the end zone against Dallas? 
No. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be hard. I'm sure a lot of people like with Jamal Williams practiced in full. He might. I just have a feeling like they're going to... McCarthy likes to run with running running back. That's the good thing. If you can find out who he's actually named as the true starter, but it's hard. Aaron Jones, even Rodgers said he likes Aaron Jones the way he plays, but yeah, we'll but see, you know man. What? It's really hard to play either two of these guys this week because if Jamal Williams didn't play, I'd have no problem playing Aaron Jones. I think he'd be a he'd be a top top 15 running back this week if it was just him there. I think any running back on that offense is going to be definitely have a, a lot of fantasy value. But as far as quarterbacks and their words of praise on these players, I mean, look at Ben Roethlisberger talking about Mark, uh, Marcus Wheaton when he was there saying the same type of stuff. You know? Yeah. And Pete Carroll, like we just hit on like that asshole. I think this game, I think this this game is probably going to have the highest fantasy point totals for players. You think so? Yeah. Good. What about, so Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, you feel good about those guys? Is Adams going to get a full workload? I know he practiced a couple limited times, but he's going to get... It looks like he's going to play right now. Yeah. Is it going to be a full workload? Yeah, we'll see. might be limited. Jordy Nelson, no problem. I think Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones both have a decent game if they both play. I do think uh, I probably lean towards Aaron Jones and PPR more. Agreed. He looked more elusive and more powerful. Um, people don't know nothing about that guy. Bennett, I'm assuming a lot of people are going to have to play him anyways because of the bye weeks and injuries. The way tight ends are dropping like flies. So Devontae I think Adams. Adams and I think Cobb is actually going to have a I think Cobb has a better week. But we could be weird. Remember that one game they said Adams was limited and they weren't sure and he came and got like two or three touchdowns and like five catches for 40 that was, yards. That was like Jordy against Atlanta too. Same type yeah. of deal. Uh, Devontae Adams, I don't feel good about starting this week. Like no. I've always said, I think he's touchdown dependent. I think Ronald Cobb could be a decent PPR play this week. What I about, do think Cobb plays good PPR. What about Geronimo Allison? Any value this week or no? Too many miles of feet right now. No, if Adams was ruled out, I say yes. But yeah. if he's not ruled out, I don't play him. True. Dak, over under QB10. Higher than QB10. Zeke, over 100 rush yards and a touchdown and a half. Over and over. I think he rushes one and he catches one. I agree on Zeke, yeah. Uh, Dez, over under 90 yards, half a touchdown. I'm going to say over and over this week for him. Is Witten a tight end one this week? With all the buys? No. No. I still don't think so. He just, those first two weeks. Right on the, on the first two weeks, he looked good. Yeah. And the last two weeks, he looked like donkey doo doo. Yes, he did. Donkey doo doo. I like it. Yep. I'm taking Green Bay in this one plus two. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs travel to Houston to play the Texans. Kareem Hunt over under 130 total yards, half a touchdown. Over a buck 30 and over a one a half touchdown. If he wasn't playing Houston, he'd probably be number one back. But I just feel like Gurley is going to show everybody against what's up against Seattle. But just he's going to prove he's, he's back. But let's get back to the KC game. Hunt, he's going to be over 130 and over a touchdown. I think he goes, oh, man, this is tough for me. Uh I'm going to say he finishes with just under 120 total yards, and I'm going to say I'm going to say no touchdown. I'm going to say he gets over 100 rushing again. I don't think he's going to get 100 rushing. Mm-hmm. All right, mark it down. Oh, you want a challenge on that one? Yeah. Gotcha, man. Challenge flag. All right, how about Tyreek Hill? Over or under? Under. 99 yards. <laughs> taking under? Under. Oh, I'm taking over. How about that last week in PPR League? I was only up 12 points, and we thought I was done. He had Tyreek Hill. And I won. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got. I got to check myself real quick. All right, I have to go back to Hunt for one second. I'm taking the over on 130. Now that I think about it, you know why? Not in the rushing yards. We got. We can challenge that one all day. But the receiving yards, I think he could get 80 receiving yards alone, man. I'm taking. I'm taking over. Okay. I'm taking over. 
I'm taking Tyreek Hill over as well, and I'm taking over on the half touchdown. I think he's going to find the end zone, and I think he's over 100 yards. That's Tyreek Hill's number one as a wide receiver one this week. We'll see about that. Dude, that Texan secondary is so beat up. It is pretty bad. Alex what? Smith, top 10 QB? Hell no. Okay, just asking. What about you? Nah. QB two, if two quarterback leagues, I'd play him. Oh, you know what? I've No. I think he finishes top 15. I'm going to say top 12. Top 12. I think right at right around 10. Uh, I think he's going to finish around number 19. What about... For your, for your sake, you better hope he does. <laughs> right. What about uh, Travis Kelsey over under tight end two? Number one. He's number one? Yeah. I have him at number two. <laughs> Who do you have one, Ertz? Uh, Shit, we never Ertz, touched bait. PPR, yeah. We never talked about Ertz. No, we're going to hit on him soon. We, didn't talk, we talked about the Philly game already in cards. I think we have a mailbag question. Okay. Ertz will be a top three. Just so everybody knows. Oh, oh, I agree. I agree. I don't think there's no question about Ertz every week. Deshaun Watson over under two and a half total touchdowns. Mm, that's a good one. I'm going to say under. I think he goes for two. I agree. I think he goes for two also. DeAndre Hopkins over under wide receiver eight. Over. Higher. Yeah. You think he's going to be top seven? Five, fifth. Fifth? Yeah. Dude, Watson loves him. Yeah. I haven't. Every quarterback's ever been there loved Hopkins, yep. but Watson is a football player who can get him the ball and him and those guys together just on ridiculous what I get when 12 man league we did a draft and I got Hopkins in the fourth round and tell me he wasn't probably one of the best bargains well besides Hunt in the fifth but (laughs) (laughs) didn't I take him in the seventh or eighth not in fins up I'm talking about fins up oh gotcha when I was wasted gotcha oh yeah 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 I remember that we were texting like are you drunk I was like yeah fucking wasted yeah because I didn't draft the running back to the fifth round like you gonna draft the running back today I was like oh I forgot I think everybody just wasn't even thinking about Hunt for some reason. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it was an offline draft, so people got to figure stuff out by themselves. See, it always seems to work out best that way, man. When, whenever <laughs> I can't make it because of something else going on and you guys are all over there drinking, it seems like I win the league when that happens. We'll see. <laughs> you had a really good team, but you had that hop. Uh, I'm number one team right now. You're number two. We're both 4-0, and I think uh, I'm going to get a win this week again. So we'll see. My team in that league is really deep because some idiot guy from New Jersey dropped DeMarco and oh, I picked him up. Hilton. No one realized that he got they got dropped and I scooped him. Yeah, that was unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And speaking of fantasy one and two real quick, we just played last week in the fantasy baseball championship and your boy over here won. Chris did win. That. that is true because <laughs> he had Red Sox, Yankees, and Cleveland players. I had Diamondback players benched because they weren't playing. I had Houston players weren't playing. And I had a... Uh, Weather team, I had some other team guys playing because they already clinched all their spots. And you can only have five ads, so I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't add any, I could only five, add five players, and I was already behind. Judge did really good, though. That kind of helped you out. Yeah, it did, for sure. But it's not like you annihilated me. I only lost by a couple stats in each category. You didn't crush me by 10 or 12 runs. It was only like three runs and this stuff. The final score was one side, nine to two. But yes, you're right. The statistics were. The categories, yeah. If if I had had my old team, you would have been worried. But when I was. Dude, I was worried. (laughs) I I dropped Chris Archer. I dropped a bunch of guys that were already done for the week and went and picked up guys that were playing short relief to get my ERA. I didn't play. Scherzer didn't pitch. So all my pitchers didn't pitch because they already all clinched. So. We both finished. He finished first. I think he won. He finished first by a half a game. So we were, we, we, next third place was like 25 games behind us. So we were by far better than everybody else. So, hey, it was fun. First time I ever played, it was pretty fun. A lot, yeah, of, a lot of changes, though. Yeah, yep. And then uh, we got the hardwood kicking off soon, too. We got the fantasy basketball league coming up in a, 
a week, right? Yeah, a week and a couple Draft? Of yeah, about yeah. a week. Yeah, yeah, draft a week and a day. Yeah, basketball starts, season starts early this year, man. October 7th. In our right? league, you take Steph Curry number one overall. The categories, you have to. It's steals, points, free throws, percentage, assists. Oh, man. The Greek freak, too. I don't know. That's close. Well, the, yeah, well, the Greek freak. Yeah, we'll touch base Yeah, on we'll that save later. that for the different, different show here. All right, let's Okay, so Sean Watson. Okay, uh, what about Lamar Miller? Who do you think has more total total yards this week, Lamar Miller or Deontay Foreman? I'm gonna go Lamar Miller. He looked I really agree. good I last agree. week. Like, what is what is our boy doing over there? Is he doing little Belichick kind of plays? Like, hey, let's see, let's play all the running backs and see who looks the best week by week. I don't know what the hell. We were saying. high on dropping Lamar. Norman made the horrible trade away with Lamar. I I think it's gonna be a hard situation this year with that team. I yeah, think I, I still trade Lamar. Lamar's gonna get you four points, or he's gonna get you 24 points. Would you agree on that? With Lamar Miller? His, his low and his, his high is probably 24. His, his low is... Four. Yeah, but I think it's a lot more lows for him than there's going to be highs. I would agree, too. And Foreman, man, I'm not even sure he's worth rostering at this point. Unless Miller goes down. Because oh, you never said the Hopkins stats. Are you over or under all that? For DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. I have him as my wide receiver seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with everything you said about Hopkins and Watson. Yeah, I mean, you would think... You would think that defenses would try to eliminate Hopkins to take him out of the game so that Watson throw fast, out the guys. Too fast, man. Yeah. It's an ugly motherfucker, too. Yeah, he is. Old <laughs> he looks like Nick a over there. Yeah. <laughs> he looks, we were talking about Nasty Dick the year prior, and we thought he'd have an okay year, but he's already almost got past the points we thought already. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know who's uglier, man. Hopkins or Martavis Bryant. That's another guy. Hey, man, what do you think about a standard team having Rodgers, Cameron Brait, uh, A.J. Green, Hopkins? Pretty good team, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, you got a solid team. Uh, Miller over under RB20 this week. I'm going to say he finishes 15, 14. He's, and that, he's around the 14, 15th range, I think, depending on what kind of league. I think Miller gets shut down, man. I think he's going to be a low-end RB3. I don't feel good about playing Miller against KC. Who you, who you taking on this one, the Chiefs or Texans? Man, I think I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Texans plus one and a half. And... I think that the Texans are going to win, man. I think the Texans are going to give KC their first loss of the year. Just a hunch. Just I just think about all the, like what you say, like how you're so high in all those uh, Chief players. Oh, yeah. But then you're not high on, on them the, winning as a the team. Houston players. <laughs> so I'm just confused how they're going to win. Houston's going to win, if you think I think about Watson, that. I think Watson's going to make some plays. He's going to get two touchdowns. Yep, two touchdowns. He throws one, runs one. Who gets all the other points? You don't think Lamar does great? Who Who's... Who's <laughs> gonna get points? Well, just ask. I'm asking. Just curious for everybody's way, probably wondering. Yeah. No. The way I have it set up. All right. So I have, I have Hill getting in the end zone, right? So that's one touchdown there. But I think it's gonna be like a, a 2017 type of game. That's what I can. 2017. Do you think there'll be a? I think it'll be two touchdowns. Couple field goals time. going on. Yeah, I think there'll be some okay. field goals. Yeah. Moving on to the Vikings and the Bears. You got Mr. Bisky making his first career start. Over under quarter uh, quarterback 20 this week against the Vikings at home. I think I have him as my 25th quarterback. I have him at number 26. Yep, so right there with you. Jordan Howard over under RB22. He's gonna, I think he finishes higher than 22. They're going to lean on him a lot, especially PPR leagues. I feel like they have to go more with a power back than a scat back because Tariq is more of a scat back. I can see Tariq line up a lot in the slot, and I can see them trying to – they got to they gotta run that ball in Minnesota. They're not going to let Trubisky sit back there against that Minnesota line. That Minnesota line will kill him. Who has more total yards, Tariq Cohen or Jordan Howard? I could say, um, I think Jordan Howard's probably going to go for about 80 in the TD, but I think Tariq could probably go for like 15, 50. So I think Tariq Cohen finishes more yards, but I think Howard finishes more points. 
I think Howard's going to finish with around, I think he's going to finish around 13, 12 or 13 points in standard. I think he's going to go for about 60. I think he does get in the end zone. Minnesota's defense with Mitch Trubisky there, it's all going to be dependent on Mitch Trubisky and how he performs against Minnesota because he's a rookie quarterback and they're going to stack the box. They're going to make Trubisky make plays. Who do you think could have the biggest week this week? Zach Miller? But I know we touched base on Zach earlier. Yeah, it's not going to be Kendall Wright. I think think Glennon just liked Kendall Wright. That's why he got a lot of balls. I could see Zach Miller going for about six catches, 60 yards. Zach Miller or Hunter Henry? Zach Miller, safer play, easy. Miller or Bryant or Bennett? Martellus? Yeah. Martellus? Martellus Bennett? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I would take Miller that. They were combined. They had a kid. I would take those guys any day of the week. <laughs> I'm taking Miller Bennett. I think Miller's got to be no worse than number. Can't be any worse than number three on the target share. Bennett or Rudolph? Rudolph. Just think so. Yeah. Not Bennett. I mean Miller or Rudolph. What the hell am I thinking? Miller or Rudolph? Yeah, Rudolph. I'll take Miller. Write that down. I'll challenge you that. Challenge that one. I got yeah. you. Challenge flag. All right, man. Latavius Murray over under running back 25. I think he finishes higher just because I think he's going to get a lot of carries. And what's the deal with McKinnon? We don't even know if he's going to play. Well, he practiced and he said he's hurt. He's fine. He hurt his leg. So he's supposed to play. I know, but I just, I think it's going to be a limited role for him. And I think actually, I think Murray might be a, I think he's a top 20 back this week. You do? I think he's pissed. He got over by Cook, but he also came outside his ankles on 100% healed. So I don't know what those guys are doing. He's kind of a vagina, I think. He is. Yeah. He, he was great in Oakland last year. I think he's a top 20 back this week. I feel comfortable playing him if I don't want my team as an RB2. I'm a little worried about Latavius Murray, man. I mean, Chicago, their run defense is pretty decent. I would pretty agree. They, they've been pretty pretty good this year. Their defense is better than we thought. I definitely think it's going to be a quarterback game that, de- that decides how the rest of the skill position players play because which case Keenum are we going to see, too? Are we going to see the guy two weeks ago that tore it up or the guy last year that just shit the bed, you know? I mean, which one's going to show up on Sunday? So is Diggs a top 20 guy for you, PPR? Standard. Both of them. Yeah, Diggs is top 20. Yeah. In both? In both. Thielen? Thielen is, I'd say he's a top 25 in PPR. You feel comfortable still playing Thielen in PPR? Yeah, flex. yeah, I think I would. I think I would. I think the Chicago Bears secondary is nothing. Yeah, I, I like Thielen. Do a bold prediction. Thielen has a better week than Diggs. Yeah? Because I think the, their number one corner, uh, what's his name? Fuller, right? Yeah, it's Fuller. Will be on uh, Will Fuller, right? Yeah, for the Bears. Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Will be on uh, Diggs. Yeah, you know, I like Thielen more than Diggs. But only when Bradford's playing quarterback there. I mean, oh, Bradford loves Thielen. Remember, we were doing the fantasy drafts, and like Thielen was down there, like in the round twelve or thirteen. We still didn't even draft him. He, yeah, he's a still this year. Oh yeah, he is. Well, he Bradford is. might play this week. No, he's not playing today. He's they ruled him out. Week. Yeah, one more week. Oh, okay, because I thought on Friday I heard something about he might play. Well, we'll see. Maybe Saturday. I was watching the, the games college all day and dealing with the wife. You know how that is. Yeah. Yes, I do. Who are you taking in this one, man? Vikings are favored by three points over Chicago. And it's in Chicago. Mm. Man, I, I get worried about Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I think I'm going to pick the Bears with the upset. I think the Bears with the upset. 10 to 7. Yeah? Yep. Bradford plays. The Vikings whoop that ass. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's I the Monday feel- night game. Monday night game, by the way. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's yeah, game tough tomorrow. Too. 
Yeah, so that Monday night game makes it tough, man, to start them. Obviously, start I'm talking about guys. who's going to win the game. If Bradford plays, like, I don't know. That's I think it could be an upset, but I'd be worried about Trubisky because that Vikings defense. Yeah, I would too, man. I'm taking the Vikings minus three regardless of who plays quarterback. Oh, how about this? Four players that play tomorrow night. Vikings defense, Jordan Howard, Zach Miller, and Latavius Murray in standard. Yeah, I can get behind that. Three up, three down. All right, Jeff. Three players to acquire via trade in fantasy right now. Who are three trade targets you can get on the cheap right now? I'm going to go with uh, two guys from Carolina. Cam. Mm-hmm. And then Christian McCaffrey. And then my receiver was Des Bryant. I think he's going to start to open it up a little bit. Yeah? His schedule's got a lot easier, too. He had kind of a rough couple games. If you don't get Des before this Sunday, you're not going to get him because he's going to blow up this week probably against the Packers defense. Yeah, you could. Uh, I like I like going quarterback, receiver, running back there, too. So we'll stick with that. Uh, the three for me right now, man, I'm going with Jameis Winston for quarterback. I think ah, trade target. That's this past week. I don't know. People aren't. They probably see, even though it was against the pass defense, they're going to see all those points. They're not going to move them. Well, I'm also going to go back to my original preseason pick, too, which is Eli Manning. He's been tearing up, man. I think he's going to yeah. keep it going. That's true. You know, Eli's finally starting to make me feel a little better now about my preseason predictions there. So for running back, man, I got Jordan Howard, guy we just touched on a bit. And for receiver, I'm going to go in for Terrell Pryor, man, a guy you can get cheap, a guy that was dropped by 17% of fantasy owners the past week. You can have Terrell Pryor. (laughs) I'll I'll trade him to you for a a mocha latte. All right. I'll accept it. All right, man. Three players to move off your roster. We're going to go three down. Who are you selling right now that has some value? Right now, I think you can uh, trade Diggs because, like we touched base before, when Bradford comes in, he likes Steven more. You could probably get good quality. I think Chris Hogan, too. I think... um, I'm not selling Hogan. When Gronk is there, Hogan doesn't get the same amount of looks. And Amdola is going to be healthy. I just think you can move away with Hogan and get some good value back. And you're going to go crazy on this. I'm going to try to trade Gronk for like an Ertz and Cohen deal. That one actually, believe it or not, man, I actually understand the Gronk one a little bit more than Hogan. Because the Gronk one, you always have to worry about his potential for getting injured. Already missed a week. Ertz never really misses anything. Ertz is solid. Yeah, he is. And for Hogan, though, man, I just think for the I think for the rest of the year, week five on, he's going to finish as a top fifteen wide receiver here on out. With am I am I I might be wrong. Isn't Edelman only out to week? No, Edelman's out all the year long. Never mind. I was, I was thinking yeah. of uh, the DJ for comeback week ten. There is another receiver coming back for the Patriots though. <clears throat> Malcolm Mitchell. Yeah. So that's what that's what I'm thinking about. I'm worried about him. I think there's gonna be a little bit more game adjustment for uh, Cooks. I think a little bit more balls gonna get away. And when Gronk does play, look at the stats. Hogan doesn't have great weeks because Hogan takes a lot of inside routes, the same routes Gronk runs. But when Gronk's there, that's Gronk's ball. And we know Brady goes to Gronk is his first option every time. So that's why, and Hogan's value is really high. I could see if you had in the right league, you could get some people that would probably give you Hopkins for Hogan, depending what kind of fan they are. You see what I'm saying on that? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'll throw a flag on this one, man, if you want to take it. What's the flag? I take Hopkins finish higher than Hogan. Is that what we're doing? No, no, no. I agree with you on that. But I'm <laughs> going to say I'm gonna say Chris Hogan finishes from week five on as a top 15 wide receiver. Week five on? From this Wait, week we're on. we're counting Thursday night. Of course, he had a hell of a week. All right, how about from week six on then? Start next week. 
I'll take that. Thank you. Challenge flag. All right, man. Three down, three guys you're going to sell off your roster that have some value. You, um, those, are just, those are the three that you like? Yes, that's it. All right, man. Let me give you mine real quick. McCaffrey, try to get him in PPR. You know who's on my borderline of getting trying to acquire was who's Ajayi, that? but I don't think people are going to budge with Ajayi. They're going to want too much back. So go ahead. Sorry. Well, that's funny you mentioned Ajayi because that's on my list, man, of a guy to sell right now, man, if you can. To get rid of him. Yeah, I was not to get rid of him. I mean, obviously, you don't want to just give him away like peanuts. Maybe after this week. Maybe after this week, sell him because he should have a good game against the Titans. Yeah, if he isn't, as soon as he puts some string of games together, man, I definitely try to move on from Ajayi. Melvin Gordon, a guy we talked about too, being comparable to Ajayi. Another one that I would would like to get rid of. Yeah, I told the wife she should offer Melvin Gordon and Eli Manning for Jameis. I wouldn't do that. She has Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, and she has another another top 10 running back. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I would take Eli over Jameis, though. I just like Jameis' matchups are a lot easier through the rest of the year. I don't know. I think Eli has finally turned that corner from that slow okay, start. Okay, then now. how about she puts Mariota in there then? Yeah. Yeah. Mariotta. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, there's a quarterback I want to sell high on right now too, man, and that's Deshaun Watson. He's a I agree. He's going to hit the wall at some point, man. Sell him if you got him. Sell him if you The wall's about to get hit him. this weekend. <laughs> I know if, I know Kevin, if Kevin was a, uh, if I owned Deshaun Watson in the league that Kevin was in, I know I could probably get like an RB2 for Deshaun Watson right now from Kevin. I just dropped Deshaun Watson in that league. I should have tried to trade it to him. Oh, you should have, man. You should have. Time for Would You Rather? Marry one, bang one, kill one. So marry one, long-term contract, bang one, year-to-year keeper status, kill one, cut or trade one. This pretty much goes for keeper leagues and dynasty league questions here. So would you rather for dynasty leagues Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley, Kareem Hunt. Marry one, long-term deal. Bang one, just go year to year. Kill one, just cut them or trade base. Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt. Who's the other one? Todd Gurley. Ooh, those are, that's tough, man. I think I'm going to marry Kareem Hunt. Gotcha. I'm going to kill Todd Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook from year to year. Uh, man, see, I'm going. I'm going a little bit different here, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on the Kareem Hunt marrying that dude, man. Dude's just got some sex appeal. Uh, as far as banging one man, I'm gonna bang out. I think Todd Gurley go year to year, you know, because he kind of looks like Doug Martin right now. The way his career started, one, you know, up and down, up and down. So let's see if he keeps it going next year. And Dalvin Cook, man, I'd be willing to trade him because his value is pretty high, and he's a smaller back. So I'd be okay with trying to find some ba- trade value in Dalvin Cook. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. Killing Derek Carr. Sucks I have him in Dynasty League, so I only got one more year contract. I'm going to, uh, Rodgers, I'm going to go year to year because he's in age. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to marry our boy, uh, Watson. Yeah? See, I'm marrying Carr, man. I'm going to kill Watson. I'm going year to year with Rodgers. All right. Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham. Marry Beckham, kill Julio. Year to year with Brown, yeah, I think I think both. you're probably on the same same as that. Julio, uh, man, yeah. he's just yeah, Julio's just like like Gronk of wide receivers, man. Just can't count on him. And the bad thing healthy. is he's gonna finish a top five receiver because this year because he's gonna have two or three games over 200 yards. I can get behind that. Yep. <laughs> and what happened? Where's he falling? Speaking of Gronk, man, let's go to the tight ends here. Gronk, Kelsey, Olsen. Gronk, I'm marrying Kelsey. I think you agree on that. 
Yeah, even if uh, it's a douchebag. Yeah. Olsen's getting old, so I have to I'm gonna take him out and I go gear to ear with Gronk. Yep, I do agree across the board on that one, man. Alright, how about uh Precious, Melissa McCarthy, Garth Algar? Precious, Melissa McCarthy, and who else? Garth Algar. I don't even know who that is. From Wayne's World. Oh my god, you're so limber. Oh Garth. <laughs> Well, I'm killing yeah. Garth. I ain't trying to. I'm killing Garth. Okay. Uh, Melissa McCarthy and who else? Precious. I don't know her real name. Melissa, I know who Precious is. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's the the funny the dark hair girl that's a little chubbier. Well, she's pretty chubby. chubby. She, she's a big bitch. But she's she's, big she's the funny girl that has a lot of the funny movies. Uh, she's the one that's kind of the same person in all of her friggin' movies. Yeah. Yes, she was funny for a while. She yeah. played like that in that one movie where she like robbed the, the Dunkin' Donuts store or something like that. I, I, uh, probably, probably. Oh wait, that hold on a second. Oh man, oh my gosh. Well, wait. I guess I'd marry Garth because I ain't never got to do anything with him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna get married and convert to Mormonism or whatever, become yeah. Mormons. Yeah. So he's pretty. He'd probably be pretty cool to hang out with. I'm definitely killing Precious. And I'll yeah. Uh, and I'll bang uh, McCarthy. I can't. I can't marry. I can't bang Precious. Ready with you across the board, man. <laughs> Prize pack trivia. All right, guys, we got the question number two for the three for three prize pack trivia for the week. Who finished with the most fantasy points in the 2005 NFL season? If you missed question one of the prize pack trivia, you can go back and listen to last week's episode. And we got some mailbag to hit on real quick. Jeff, you ready? Fire away. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail? Can we dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Number one, I received a trade offer to Marco Murray and Michael Crabtree for Melvin Gordon and Jimmy Graham. My other running backs are Kareem Hunt, Doug Martin, and Chris Johnson. My other tight end, he's throwing a lot here. My other tight end is Evan Ingram, Pierre, and Pierre Garçon, Martavis Bryant, Marvin Jones and Brandon Cooks are my wide receivers. He might as well just put the quarterbacks in here, man. This is pretty much. Uh, well, I like that he gave a lot of information, so he'd be receiving. Yeah. He must have heard you when you. He would receive Melvin Gordon and who else? And Jimmy Graham. And this is from yes. No, wait, he do he's the re- trade. He's receiving Melvin Gordon Crabtree for Jimmy Graham and. Oh, I'm sorry. He's yes, Demarco Murray and Michael Crabtree for Melvin Gordon and Jimmy Graham. So he's got Melvin Gordon and Jimmy Graham right now. And he's getting. Crabtree and... And DeMarco Murray. I like the upside of Murray and Crabtree over Graham and Gordon. Because he said he has Evan Ingram as tight end, right? Yes, he has Evan Ingram. Oh, I yeah, think Evan Ingram probably finishes higher than Jimmy Graham. Yeah. I do the trade. I accept it. I, I do the trade as well. This is from Scott in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah, I definitely do it. Um, I like his team, though. It seems it's pretty, pretty good team. Though. He has huge upside. Good. Yeah, Chris Johnson, I'll cut bait with, though, just FYI. Marvin Jones... Yeah, I'm not sure either. Maybe some better options, too. So if you're going to make some moves, Marvin Jones and Chris Johnson are two players that I wouldn't but mind it, cutting bait with. Yeah, I like his upside with Crabtree. And- yeah, I like, I like the trade. I'd do it. All right, number two. Who should I drop for Eddie Lacy? Chris Johnson, Buck Allen, or J.J. Nelson? Megan in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. How about I don't even do anything? I'm actually... Uh, I guess Chris Johnson? Yeah, I, you know, I would... 
Uh, if it was PPR standard, um, yeah, I guess if it's PPR, I would drop. I would drop Chris Johnson if it's standard. Are you I would playing drop Eddie Lacy? If she's playing it, I I think Eddie Lacy and Chris Johnson could have similar games. I wouldn't even. Yeah, I, I'd rather keep. I'd rather keep Chris Johnson over Eddie Lacy because if something happened to Ellington, Chris Johnson is going to be right there on a, a RB two, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I, but. I think, I mean, I agree with you on Lacey. It's tough to even own him. Just don't uh, do taking anything. A, he's taking a flyer, your team. taking a chance. But no. Chris Johnson, we've seen him and how he's done it. It's not pretty. So if I were going to drop somebody, I guess it would be Chris Johnson for Eddie Lacey to take a chance on Eddie Lacey, see how he's going to be used going forward. All right, number three, should I sell high on Russell Wilson? This is Demarcus in Charlotte, North Carolina. High for what? Who's his other quarterback? I don't know. But I guess it's, it's good enough to trade Russell Wilson. Well, he's has a couple big games together, I guess. I have Russell Wilson probably going to finish top eight guy this year. So, unless you got one of those top eight guys, I keep him. Well, what are you going to get in return? What is the offer? So high. What what kind of offer is it? So high. He's just trying to to trade him. I don't. If think you can get a high, if you have a, a top top eight quarterback, I'm talking about like you got. I I doubt you have Rogers. Well, if you have like Rogers, obviously, yeah. You have a Brady. Let me ask you this. Who's gonna? Who do you think is gonna have more fantasy points rest of the season? Eli Manning or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. Yeah, I can get behind that too. I, I think it's gonna be close though, close to the people think. I don't think there's much separation with Wilson, so I'm actually I'm okay with selling high on Russell Wilson as long as I have a top twelve quarterback. Well, who who's his other quarterback? If, if you had Eli Manning, Kirk Cousins, obviously Brady, Breeze, well Derek Carr, no, not right now, not with the back injury. No. I need Russell Wilson, Mariota. I think there's I think there's enough quarterbacks to go around. Stafford or Wilson. I think Wilson will have more points, but if I had Stafford... Look at, look at Stafford's schedule coming up. He's got the Bears twice. He already had a tough game. He had the Falcons. He had the Cardinals. He had like four tough matches coming up. Yeah, but even if I had Stafford and I could move Russell Wilson to get some decent return, I would do it. Number four here, trade DeMarco Murray. <clears throat> trade DeMarco Murray for Jarvis Landry and Isaiah Crowell. Should I do it? Zach in Wilmington, South Carolina. Yeah, why not? I wouldn't do it. I don't know who his other receivers are. Is it PPR? What's his receiver look like? What yeah. if he has like a Kelvin Benjamin and somebody like that, but he has two good running backs? Yeah, I guess if you need... Well, you know what I don't get? Why is the guy offering DeMarco Murray for Landry and Crowell in the first place? That kind of <laughs> yeah. surprise. You know, maybe you do it then. Maybe do it because m- maybe you're in a league with uh, some guys that just don't know what's going on. I don't know. I guess... I don't know. <laughs> if you're the one that's offering that trade, cancel it. If you're the one that's on the receiving end of that trade, I guess I'd do it. All right, number five, grade the trade. Martavis Bryant and Tyrell Williams for Brandon Marshall, Jamal Charles, and Derrick Henry. Jim in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Whoever got into the Marshall deal got screwed because that's a horrible trade. Charles, no. that's. Yeah, I wouldn't do the trade. No. I'd rather have Martavis Bryant, Tyrell Williams. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man, that wraps it up, man. Uh, we'll see you guys on uh, tomorrow, Monday, for the recap show. No bold predictions for today? Yeah, we can fire some out, man. I already fired like three or four out. Yeah, I'll fire some out there then. I'll, I'll throw some out there. Fire up the prediction machine. Five bold predictions. All right, Jeff, you want to run through your predictions real quick, man? We'll just recap on what you predicted first, and then yeah. I'll, I'll throw mine out there. I knew I threw a couple out earlier, but I'm just going to give you a top five bold predictions. Now, by saying bold, by saying bold doesn't mean if you have a top guy, you take him out and put him in. I'm not saying that it's a bold prediction. Yeah, don't prediction. get cute is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, for example, Ben Watson, top five PPR, bold prediction. If you have Ertz, don't play Watson over him. I'm just saying a bold prediction. Yep. Ben Watson, top five PPR tight end. Alex Collins, top 10 RB standard. I like it. Alex Smith, top eight QB. Wow. Keenan Allen, top five PPR. McCaffrey, top seven PPR. You got some bold predictions right there, man. Going bold. Yeah, I got a few here for you, man. I'm going to say Pierre Garçon is going to go for eight catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown. I'm going to say Carlos High finishes as the number three or top three fantasy running back in both formats. I'm going to say Andre Ellington finishes as a top, as a top 10 PPR running back. And I'm going to say Eli Manning finishes as a top five quarterback, throwing for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. And Golden Tate, I'm going to say Golden Tate goes for 130 in a touchdown. That's pretty bold right there. Yeah. And should I give him one more? Give me another one. Give him one more. DeMarco Murray, 130 in a touchdown. Same as Tate. That's a huge bold prediction. Especially if Murray is in play. We'll find out soon. That's huge. That's the biggest bold prediction of the week. You don't leave the Ellington top 10 PPR is pretty bold? No. Carlos Hyde never finishing top three. Fantasy running by both formats. And you got Kareem Hunt and a bunch of other guys out there. Nah. Carlos Hyde. I could see him finishing a top five, though. In realistic world. Yeah. Yeah. Like Alex Collins top 10, that's that's huge bold. Hyde, no, but the, the, the tape, 130, that's kind of bold. But the other one you said, what was it? That was really bold. DeMarco Murray, that's huge bold. That's your boldest prediction. Of this week. <laughs> he might be half that and no touchdown. It also wouldn't surprise me, man. Wouldn't no. surprise me. So, like last week, both those guys total 3.2 points between both those guys in PPR. Yeah, true. Um, so what's up, man? You got any plans for the rest of the day for football? What you got going on to, uh, today? Just about to head out, man. Got the guys out. You just heard the horn honk. We're going to the Dolphins game. They just honk the horn. <laughs> You're going to the Dolphins game later? Yeah, about to leave. Nice. It's 9 o'clock. Yep, yep. All right, man, it's been real. We'll see you guys on Monday. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Submit mailbag questions to questions at FantasySportsStudios.com. Submit prize back trivia answers by logging on to fantasysportstudios.com and click on the flex. Oh, wow. get up, come on, get down with the thing.